The Us As We Are podcast is presented to you by Kath Jenkins from Kath Jenkins Advisory and Beck Casey from Nature of Business Consulting. The information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only. The information is general in nature and does not take into account your needs, goals and objectives. What that means is that the information does not apply to you specifically. So please consider getting individual advice from either Beck or Kath or from a licensed and trusted professional before acting on any of the information provided. Hello, Beck. How are you today? Good morning, Kath. I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, good. I'm going very well. Good to be back again. And for the third episode of our three-part series on vision boarding. Absolutely. This is mm. this is what we do with it once we've done it, isn't it, Kath? Yeah, that's right. So we've created our we talked just last, oh, first episode, we talked about what they were and what their purpose is, I suppose. And then last time we spoke about how to do one, how to make one. Yep. Different ways you can go about creating them. And today we're going to sort of do a bit of a wrap up, I suppose, of everything and talk about what, so what now? Like you've done this great thing, you've been through the process. What, what's it all mean? How can we make them work for us? What do we, do we go back to them? Do we just leave them? Do we pack them in the cupboard? Do we put them on the shelf, forget about them? What do we, what do, we do with them? Yes. Hmm. And before we dive into that, Kath, you were just telling me that you've recently been to a workshop on Vision yes. Board. How did I that did. go? Yeah, it went really well. It was because um, I know I told you before that I've done a bit of vision boarding, if you like, or visioning in a book um, before, which is more around words. It wasn't so much pictures or it wasn't very visual. Yep. It was just more of a place for me to store ideas. So sort of following on from that theme, if you like, I've gone a little bit more visual. So I've created a what I've started is to create a vision board book. So it's a big, it's a big book and it's got paid. The idea is that I'll fill it up over time with, with different, different visions um, depending on what my need is, I suppose, which will be a good discussion to have today about, you know, my plans about what I'm going to do with my vision book now. Yeah, exactly. And how I'm going to use it. Hmm. So let's start there. What are you going to do with it now, Kat? Well, I've already done a couple of things with it. So since I completed it and um, got all the stuck everything down and, um, you know, sort of looked at it again, I actually I've showed it to my family. So that was that was important sort of to share it, to share it with others. Um, and I've obviously been spending a bit of time thinking about it since then which will which has been interesting process in itself like reflecting about okay I've got everything down it's quite visual I've got the words and the images but since then it's been thinking about thinking about it Hmm. and then sharing 
Yeah, and I suppose the process of sharing it with other people is was important too because it's expressing it to other people what what it means. Um, you get right out there, aren't you? Yeah, um, but that can have its challenges too because people can interpret what you've done in different ways. Um, so you've got to be, yeah, word of warning there. You've got to just be careful because it is, you know, I've created it. It's a, it's about me. It's a, it's a very personal vision board. It wasn't about a business or a wasn't a family vision. It was just purely about me. So I've got to be careful that I stay true to to the original intent of what what I was feeling when I created it, I suppose, what mm. was driving that. Mm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. So what are you going to do with it? Well, it's a bit tricky actually because I was thinking about your, your experience with your vision board where you've created a, um, you know, like a poster that you can stick on the wall, so to speak, and see it. Just by construction of the way mine's constructed is it doesn't lend itself to be stuck on a wall, although I think I could kind of adapt it and hang it a bit like a calendar because it's two it's two pages of a of a notebook, so I could hang it on a wall. Um, but I've also thought about taking photos of it and creating a you know an easier to fit on the wall kind of poster, if you like. Yep. So I could. Even though it's in a book, I could easily um, convert it to a to a visual thing that I could could stick on the wall. Um, and I've also thought about parts of it, sort of pulling out parts of it, things that I want to focus on for the next few months, pull out those, and again, could take a photo of it and print that out on an A4 page, if you like, and then put that somewhere prominent where I can... Have those little reminders. Mm. All right, so let's use that as an example, Kath. Let's say you've picked something from your vision board that you really want to focus on over the next couple of months. What are you going to do with it? Like you've you've taken a photo, you've printed it out, you've put it mm. somewhere that is going to keep you inspired and motivated. Yeah. But what's next? What's your next step? Well, there's a few steps behind some of the parts of the vision. So there's a few kind of actions, I suppose, that I need to take to get me there. Um, and some of those are around, they're not so much things that I'm going to go and do, but they're behaviours, you know, things that I want to practice doing. So I suppose it's just, um, I've even thought about pulling out keywords that are on there that will remind me about those behaviours and sticking them on sticky notes around the place just so that I can remember. Um, so you you're know, basically remember. turning them into little mini goals, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So what yep. do we do with goals? What do we do with them? Yeah, how do we ensure that we, we, we succeed in what we set out to succeed in? Um, well, you've got to strive for the goal. You've got to break it down into little chunks, I suppose, so that you can create steps to achieve the goal. And I suppose that's what I'm thinking about. The even though the the goals that I've got are very, they're hard to measure, and they're very they're very personal. So they're they're around how I think and feel. So 
That's it's still a measurement though, isn't it, Kath? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So the steps to achieve that are, yeah, it's not like, you know, go to the shops, buy this thing, come home, tin of paint, paint the wall, you know, wacko, I've achieved the, you know, my house looks nice on the outside kind of thing. Um, This is, you know, this is when it's around behaviours and attitude and mindset, it's there's quite a lot of complex little things that you do along the way to achieve that. Absolutely. Yeah. But it does all come down to the planning. Yeah, definitely. And just the little things that I'm going to do along the way to be better, you know, to achieve that goal, to make myself better, like you said, to succeed. Just little reminders about little things that that I've got to do and just gradually build them up and create new habits basically. Um, Yeah. So drawing all this back to our vision board and what we do with it next, we've got our vision board and however you want to articulate it, you articulate it in the way that works for you. Mm. Like you said earlier, I've got my postie, you've got your workbook now. Mm. You can take things from it. But to ensure that we're working towards our vision board, we have to take those things and create a bit of a plan. There's no point just leaving it, putting it away, and forgetting about it Mm. without actually now constructing your visions into a plan with either tangible or intangible steps. Like you said, yours is around mindset and stuff Mm. and there are measurements that you can use about how you feel, how you're thinking, stopping trains of thought, stuff like Mm. that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of the um one of the things that I've got which is a bit of a measure which I did put on my vision board was around sleep. And I know Beck you and I've spoken about this before and how for me a really good measure of my mindset, how I'm feeling about myself and how I'm going achieving my goals, how I'm feeling about life in general is a measure for me is around how well I'm sleeping. So okay. Um, that's part of my <laughs> vision, I suppose. So if I wanted to, I could extrapolate that down to quite a lot of measurables is, okay, you know, let's get really finicky here. I'm going to, every morning when I wake up, I'm going to rate my night's sleep out of 10. Um, you know, for example, if you wanted to get down like that. And then I say I want to have five nights out of seven where I rate seven and above. <laughs> for Absolutely. And like you said, maybe some of your your goals are around how you feel and everything else and habits. Yeah. And you can absolutely step-by-step step your habits because yeah. that's yeah, totally. going to equal how you feel. Yes, that's right. So there's some things there, you know, definitely for me now that I've created this vision board, which I suppose taking it to the next level from where I've been before is around here's some ideas around what I want to achieve. Now I've got a much more visual representation. And then, you know, one of the things I've got in in there is around a new thing that I want to do. So I've actually got to start that. So what does that mean? What does starting that mean? Does it mean sitting down and doing that for an hour a week? Does it mean booking into golf lessons once a week? What what's it actually what's it actually mean? Um, you know, if you want to give up an eating habit that you've got, whether it's cut out chocolate or wine or something like that, do you say, okay, I'm just going to start with baby steps 
change the habit little bit by little bit. But but you're so right though, Beck, because it's all really great to have everything on a vision board. There's only so much of that that's going to come true just by osmosis, oh. if you like. Yeah, it goes back to the good old sailing ships, doesn't it? Do you get on the, the boat that's got the crew and the captain and the map or do you jump on the boat without the crew, the captain and the map? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you will get places just by drifting, there's no doubt. <laughs> and by pure luck, you might end up drifting in the direction where you actually want to go and end up on that island where you want, where you planned on getting to. But there's only so much of that that's going to happen by pure luck. Yeah, and when you want to create the life that you want to live, I wouldn't leave it to chance. No, no <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Although. I think just even the there's a lot to be said about the subconscious of getting something out of your subconscious and putting it on paper. Sometimes that can be enough to trigger actions that can end up leading you to achieving what's on the vision without it being a conscious. Uh, I'm so happy to do a whole podcast on what the brain can do, if you'd like. Yes. That would be incredible. Yeah. Well, what's the thing about where your mind focuses is where your mind where some, energy flows. That's the one where the energy yeah. flows. So Absolutely. Um, but there's some, um, when, just going back, when you're um, looking at creating your plan or your steps, or whatever you want to call it from your vision board, mm. there's some really um, important questions that I suppose you need to ask yourself when you're doing it. And one of the most important that I always ask people, and they do stumble a lot at it, is who is this actually for? Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I suppose... For me, that was the question I asked myself before I started doing the vision board. So I know, I know, and that was the process that I went through with the person that helped us to create the vision board. That was how they set up the vision board day, I suppose. Um, so to me, that was a really important part yep. of the process that I went through before I started doing the vision board. Um, so that's why yep. it's a lot of what's on my vision board is about what's going on inside me. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then the next one is is sometimes people find it really hard once they've done their vision board to create steps, like yeah. to move forward. Yeah. So it's always handy to start at the very end and say, well, mm. what does your world actually look like Yeah. once you've achieved it? Yeah. And then once they start thinking about that, all of a sudden the flow of steps yes. is just automatic. Yeah, no, that's good. I was reading a book. I've been reading a book called, um, I'm going to have to find the author now while I'm talking to you, um, called Atomic Atomic Habits. Yep. And in that book, um, the fellow who wrote it, whose name is James Clear, yep. I'm so quick on the internet, he talks about, um, okay, so you want to be, let's just say you've got a personal fitness a personal fitness goal, okay? So you want to be someone that's strong, you want to be fit, you want to eat healthy, you want you know, you can describe the kind of person that you want to be, okay? And that's on your vision board, for example, you might have that. 
So then what he says is, okay, when you're coming to a decision, whether it's getting up in the morning or you're reaching for a chocolate or something like that, and you're at that decision point is, well, okay, so what would a healthy person do? Um, or, you know, what would a fit, a fitness, a fitness, a really fit athlete do? Um, and you put yourself in their, in their shoes for a moment and think about what would they do? And then, and then you act, you act like they would act. So you kind of, um, you try and behave like the person that you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) Or what's the action that that person would do? And you can do that in baby steps too. So absolutely. And I actually find that the more you break it down into those baby set steps and actually acknowledge when they're achieved, Mm. the greater success you'll have. Yeah, that's right. Um, James Clear talks about a fellow who was trying to lose weight. So he knew part of the habit that he needed to create was to go to the gym every day uh, or five days a week or something. So rather than going to the gym every day for an hour every day, he started his journey to going to the gym just by going to the gym every day. Yep. <laughs> he didn't necessarily go and work out. He he made it that he would go there every day for five minutes. <laughs> so then he's in the habit of going to the gym and obviously then could build up to, you know, being at the gym for an hour every day or 45 minutes or whatever it is. But initially for him, it was just a challenge just to get there. I so, think we can all relate to that though. Like yeah. how many times have we had a big day or whatever and just gone, uh, I'm not going out again. Yeah. So just yeah. that one little baby step yeah. of creating that habit could be completely life-changing. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And then you kind of go, okay, so I'm here now. I've been here for five minutes. I might actually go on the treadmill for five minutes or I might yeah. actually go on the, you know, or if you're out walking every day, okay, I'm going to walk to the far corner you know, the corner of the wherever, wherever, I'm going to walk there every day. And then you get there and then gradually you're like, actually, I might walk a bit further or I might just do that again. Or if you've got some behaviour that you're trying to instill in yourself, you might just try and do something three times a day. Absolutely. Yeah, and gradually build it up. And before you know it, you're just doing it because you've created this new habit and you don't even think about it. It's just part of who you are. And then you've become that person that you want to be. Yep. Just from those little daily changes. Yeah. Yeah. How about you with your vision board? What do you, how do you use your spec? Okay. So we all know that I'm fanatical. I'm not going to deny it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a planning, you're a planning (laughs) guru. We know that. So that's what I do. I create plans for each of my visions, step-by-step plans. So out of my vision boards, they're breaking down into categories. From the categories, they're breaking down even further. Mm-hmm. So I probably have, oh, well, I could pull them out actually, but you can't see me, so I'm not going to. But I've got a fold, a black folder yep. for my vision board and it has every single plan of every single category and it's step-by-step step as to what do I want to achieve. And Friday afternoons are my days for looking at my plans. Mm-hmm. So that's my habit. Okay. The plan, execute it, tick it off every week. And so for people that like to have lists, like to have things written down, Mm -hmm. um, like you, (laughs) people like you that have, you know, but then there's going to be varying degrees of that too because some people can make things happen with a list in their head. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's whatever works for you. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, we even though that that's what works for you, that's what you need to make those things happen, there will be yeah. other people that won't even do a vision board. Oh, God, no. Absolutely. But they'll have... They'll have very clear vision and they'll have very clear plans and they will follow them, but they'll be in their heads. Yeah. So for me, my plans, it becomes a tangible thing. And mm. for me, that's important. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I suppose it's whatever works for you um, yeah. or what doesn't work for you because there's going to be plenty of people that say, I've tried that and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, so what do we say to them? Well, there's so many different options that you've got out there. You don't have to write a plan. You can have just a sticky note list if that's what works for you. Mm. You can have certain things placed in your calendar with times blocked out Mm. that you're going to work on one particular area. Mm. It doesn't have to be a full-on plan like me by Mm. any stretch of anyone's imagination. You might have a little snippet of something that might remind you of your overall vision. You might have it stuck on the inside of your bathroom cabinet um, where you go to brush your teeth twice a day so you're seeing it. Um, When I very first started, (laughs) way back when I was 19, my very first vision, I had a laminated A4 piece of paper stuck in my shower that I read every single day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's I great. I wonder all the boyfriends ran away. <laughs> I hope they didn't see it in the shower too often, Rebecca. Oh, now? This is, a, this is a G-rated channel. <laughs> oh, mate, you probably had one for them too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. No, that's fun. Oh, what fun. So in terms of wrapping up a bit, Beck, like, um, Hopefully our listeners have got a bit of an idea of, I mean, we've said it all along, like this vision boarding is going to be different for everybody. You've got to figure out what works for you, Um, whether it's sound, whether it's visual, whether it's written down, um, what other senses are there, (laughs) taste. I'm thinking, you know, there might be something there related to some sort of, tastes and smells like smells can be a great way to evoke memories and be a be a stimulus I suppose and remind you about things so you know maybe there's little things like that that you can use to help you think about what you want and little reminders along the way about you know what what's this all for what are we what are we looking to achieve in the longer term and I think that's that's really important what you just touched on there Kath Ultimately, you create a vision board because you want to create the best life for you that you want to lead. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I mean, personal growth is such a huge thing for for a everyone. podcast on that too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I suppose, yeah, so hopefully like we've been through why we do, why we do vision boards, how you can create them. And then, okay, you've done one now. What are you going to do with it now? Yep. Um, how to make it work for you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think so it's been done. a good three-part series. Yeah, it has been good. No, it's I been really good. I've enjoyed the journey. I mean, obviously, I've been experimenting with it as I go along as well. Um, and you've, like you said, you've done your from your from your first vision laminated in your shower when you were 19 yeah. to 
your family vision board that you've got now and the stories you've shared with us about how you do that. I think that's um that's been great. And oh, I so, hope everyone gets something out of all this. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I certainly have and you have. So that's the main thing. So what's next for us, Kath? What's on our next episode? Well, good question. I've been hearing a lot about work-life balance. I am going to call bullshit on work-life balance yeah. right now. No, I, I'm so curious about it. I've got so many questions. When people talk about it, I just want to ask questions. I just want to ask questions. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Um, my favourite thing is when people say they love what they do because of the lifestyle. Yep. But then the first thing they want to change is they want more work-life balance. <laughs> I'm like, oh, contradictory, oh. isn't it? Hey, I'm like, well, hang on a minute. Where are we going with this? Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about next. Perfect. Work-life balance. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Well, I will see you on the next episode, Kath. Have a great week. You will. Good stuff. Thanks, Beck. <laughs>